What is up, everybody, and welcome to episode 147 of If We Ran Nintendo. I am Bobby, the Nintendo Guru, joined by the greatest co-host in all the land, Mr. Sean Capri. Bobby, hey, my buddy. How are you, my friend? Hey, we, we, I missed you last week. I although know. I really didn't miss you, but I missed you. But I didn't miss you. you know what I, mean? I don't like, know how to feel about this right now. I feel well, like you almost made me feel special, and now I'm just kind of whatever. Stop. It's not like we didn't talk. That's true. You know we talk mean? a lot. But, we always talk. I know, I know. So... But we didn't record last week. No. And, um, you want to talk about that? No, not really. Yeah, so, well, I the only so. thing we'll That's say is we have some, you know, I, I, I have some things I'm working on. I was really hurt. You're like, hey, man. Uh-huh. I was like, Bobby, I can't wait to record. Like, it's Friday. I love recording with you on Fridays. Holy crap, man. And then you're like, Sean, I'm sorry. Actually, you didn't even say I'm sorry. Just like, look, here's the way it is. You're just going to have to deal with it. I got, I got some, some stuff. stuff. I got, I some, got stuff. some stuff going on. This week's probably going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, for those, I, I won't be streaming this week again, just because I'm trying to finish up some stuff. And uh, but once that's done, full steam ahead. All right. Well, honest. I wish you'd tell me what it was. Don't call it a comeback. That's what I'm saying. Oh, um, snap. What? So uh, let's kick this episode off like we do each and every episode with our geek outs. Oh, geek outs, Bobby! I got zero amiibos. Oh, it was so amazing. Everybody and amazing. Everybody's got their amiibos out there. I got nothing. I don't get me started on the amiibo thing. Should we get people riled up about it? I feel like people were like, um, I think TJ Santula was talking about it. He's like, I don't think that the the fervor is there. I'm pretty sure he was tweeting out earlier. And I'm like, well, let's get it going, baby. Let's get it. Like, you know what? There are haves and have-nots. And right now I'm a have-not. And I'm real pissed about it. <laughs> Daisy. Daisy's going to be hard to get. I know, man. Daisy's going to be really hard to get. Oh, I went to gun. Best Buy after work. To, uh, Young Link and Ken were both there. Yep. Plenty of them. No daisies. Um, I'm pissed at Amazon because, you know, I, I pay for this service called Prime, right? And yeah. it's they, they pull twelve bucks a month out of my out of my checking account, and ultimately, what it's supposed to give me is two day shipping. Yeah. Now, bad enough that this thing launched today, and it still has not shipped. Eey. And they're telling me I'm not going to get it till Tuesday. You know what though, man? Like it's a, like for this. Okay, I understand you're upset. And usually, you know me, I, I go on these rants all the time. For games, I would be right with you, pissed. I don't like it's okay. It's still, it, you got yours locked down. It's going to be okay. That's not the point, Sean. It, it's it, be I'm okay. not. I'm not mad that I don't have it right now. I'm yeah. okay with that. What sure. I'm upset about is it's taking four days for something that I pay to get here two days. Mm, I see what you mean. That's my problem. I don't That's care fair. that I don't have it on launch day. I'm more upset that it hasn't shipped yet, and yet they're telling me it's not going to be here till mm. till Tuesday. And it's Can't like, well, why am that. I paying you? Why am I paying you twelve bucks a month if I if the only thing that I pay you the twelve bucks for because I don't care about the music, I don't care about the television, I don't Prime. care about Twitch. I don't care about that either. Give it to me then. I, Twitch.tv I, slash Sean Capri. Sean, I donate money all over the place as I it is on Twitch. So it doesn't matter to me. You give me five bucks. I could care less. Plus, a little, uh, little side note. It's really not my Twitch Prime that it's hooked up to. That's just something that I left. Where is it hooked up to? Well, you know. you know, I was I was married once, Sean. Oh, um, no. Oh, so anyway, get... I liked the account. It never got unlinked. I don't have to tell you, man. Hey, man. This is what, this is what it it's is. It's time to change up your whole Amazon situation altogether. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cancel it. Because mm. I'm annoyed with it. Oh, that's too bad, man. I love Amazon Prime, man. Like, especially here's the other thing that you probably don't even realize that you're getting is like all those little things that you buy. Normally, it's like you need to spend at least thirty five dollars for for you to get free shipping. Amazon Prime, that's not a thing, man. You can buy all those little things. I don't care if I. Know, I but you the might. point is, is why I buy it. Amazon Prime is don't for two day shipping. I understand. If I can't get what the service I'm buying, I don't want it. The rest of it is just how, how did your um how did your state vote in the in the election? Do you guys vote for Trump or did you guys vote for? Uh, my state always votes. Mine's a blue state. We always vote for. That's why. That's why. Democrats. I don't know. I would have said that no matter what you said. <laughs> I don't know what that had to do with anything. But okay. Anyway, anyway, Trump hates the blue states. Maybe I don't know, man. But I did get I did get Labo VR today. You did. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. Mm. I, I, the minute they announced. 
Breath of the Wild and Odyssey. Hang on a second. Can somebody smash cut Ribo? Can somebody smash cut to Bobby saying, I don't want to put a screen this front, this close in front of my face until they do the research? No, 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 no. I want to, no, I just want to try it. I know for a fact that this is not for me, that I don't want to leave this thing, but I just, I'm very curious about how it all works Mm -hmm. and what it all is. I, I don't want to, but part of me thinks that, um, that that glass thing in front yeah. of your face is protecting your eyes to mm-hmm. some degree. Because why knows, else would man. they have that there? There's no reason really had that lens there. But I did watch some stuff today, some people talking about it, and man, they're pretty blown away by what it's doing. They're a little they're a little upset. I was watching Nintendo Life. They're a little upset about the blaster one that there's not more levels, that it's not a bigger game. And they think that they wish that Nintendo would push harder on that because they said that's probably the best experience in the entire thing. Hmm. So we'll see. I mean, I was pretty bullish on this thing when it first started out, man. I thought Labo was going to be like their billion-dollar next idea. I thought it was going to be enormous. But it seems to be just kind of like tricking along. It's probably doing just as well as a piece of cardboard. I'll tell you right now, like I said, I went to Best Buy, sold out of Labo VR. That's crazy, dude. Um, what? And they, who was I talking to? Someone else went, and they were sold out as well at their Best Buy. So wow. I think it's going to do pretty damn good. I There was people that I had saw on the internet who, when they announced, same thing, when they announced Odyssey, and they, they went out and they pre-ordered it right away, Yeah, I think this thing's going to do better than what well, people... Well, I guess, man, I've been saying it the whole time. Like, you got to attach Mario or Link. Yeah. to this vr stuff and then you're you're banging and then it happened i think it's more to do with that than the fact that it's labo yeah no i agree that's all it is. i tried out you know i've never even seen labo i've never touched it before but it was at we were at the west edmonton mall it's the biggest mall in the in the whole planet maybe mall of america's bigger i'm not entirely sure um so we we're there with uh with lincoln and he sees all the mario and he goes crazy and the guy working there was amazing he was a he was a, he was a professional this is a quick shout out amazing nintendo staffer right like he sees the magic of nintendo and he loves and he recognizes the joy in kids so he gives uh lincoln a yoshi little sticker sheet and then and then lincoln walks around and he discovers the piano cardboard labo thing and this is the first time i've seen it on video and everything but and lincoln's playing it and then i'm playing and i'm like this thing is magic dude i'd never actually like i'd never go seen how you, how responsible was go on youtube and and search i know i've Labo seen like piano. i've seen like what like brian otano had done some stuff and people have done some pretty crazy like edm music just crazy yeah. stuff but it wasn't it wasn't necessarily like what's capable because like i'll never be able to do that for me it was just like you push the button and it worked and you push multiple well keys i guess and it just works and it feels decent like i was very that's surprised cool. by it that's pretty cool yeah, I, I i have the labo kits one and three i'm not, i don't care for the robot I don't. I could care less. But and now I have the VR one, so I bought. Mm. I have three out of the four Labo kits now, mm. um, and I just kind of thought like it'd be kind of cool to put a couple of them together. Like I'd like to put the piano together and maybe the house and put them on the shelf behind me. Definitely the VR I want to put behind me because um, when I get my goal, I, I've said this before. I think on Nintendo PlayStation, but when I get my goal this this year is to get a Virtual Boy. So. Yeah. I'll have both of those together on the shelf. Like that's my game plan this you year. Have no problem getting one of those. I'm sure Nick Militia will get get you in touch Dude, with somebody. Dude, he's a he's a scrub. I've been trying to get him to get Come me on, something. Come on, this guy takes he's, a vacation, and all of a sudden he thinks he just doesn't have to work anymore. I know he's he's holy such a, crap. I love such that guy. A loser. Such he gives great hugs. He <laughs> he does, man. Yeah, he gives know. very nice hugs. You know, yeah. No, he's, <laughs> he's, no I love Nick. I'm just, yeah, I'm just Come kidding. Come on, man. Um. Were we doing shout outs? I got a couple. So I have two. Uh, the first one has to go to Very Carrie. Uh, today is her birthday. By the time you guys are listening to it, the, her birthday has passed. But as we're recording this, today is her birthday. I just want to give her um, a very special birthday wish. Um, she is pretty spectacular when it comes to when I'm streaming and helping out. And anytime I'm doing giveaways and I ask her to help me give stuff away and be involved, she's right in there no kidding, and she's helping dude. out. Like she's just awesome, dude. She's, she's pretty amazing. So mm-hmm. thank you very Carrie and happy birthday. I hope you had a very special birthday. Um, also you... Brandon Myers, happy birthday. Okay. Today? No, like earlier this week. Oh, okay, okay. Earlier this week, he was at, he like, in, I don't remember seeing something today. No, it wasn't today. It was earlier this By week. By the way, but... he had my back today. Hey, man, he's got your back every day. That's the whole no, point no, of this No, no, no. This one was a good one. This was yeah. big time. That that troll I showed you, I blocked on, on oh, yeah. Twitter. 
he was really taking some personal shots at me, like really mm -hmm. bad. And Brendan DMs me privately, like, dude, just give me permission because I want to tear this guy apart on Twitter. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. And uh, I just blocked him, and, and that was it. Done. I, just, I was like, I'm going to block him. It ain't no big deal. He's being a troll. He's just trying to get some attention. It is what it is. My God, dude. Um, what, what's your uh, – yeah, what's your – you have a shout-out? I got another shout-out. Yeah. Uh, Janet Garcia, mm -hmm. previously on We The Gamer cast – Mm -hmm. Okay, that's how first she was on We the Gamer Cast. <laughs> then she might have she might have uh she might have had a Patreon, she might have been doing some freelance and stuff. She quit teaching to do freelance she quit teaching to get into the video game thing. She set a goal, she worked a tail off, she got hired by IGN to be on their WikiLeaks team, and I don't know if you know this, Bobby, but earlier this week there's a picture mm -hmm. of her sitting next to Pure Pure IGN on the freaking Nintendo voice chat podcast on IGN. Are you kidding me right now? I am so bloody impressed. It's crazy, man. I, I saw the picture, and I so badly wanted to say something. What but I was Well, I was going to say, like, dude, could you guys move into a smaller podcast room I know, ever? Right? I know. Like, it looked, it looked <laughs> like they were in my closet. I know. It's San Francisco, dude. Like, they don't have a lot yeah, of space dude, over there. Yeah, but they used to have a gigantic studio and you're telling me they can't even carve out a little place someplace Downsizing. to actually record? It's smaller. It feel it looks like it's smaller than the original podcast room, but I think they're actually back in the original podcast room. But they moved the table or something. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god, when I saw that picture today. But congratulations! You know what though? I loved it. I loved. It. Awesome. I loved seeing that. Not only that that she was there, obviously, but I liked. I liked that part, man. I feel like the video did like in a way to take away from it. Like you and I talk a lot about how when we used to be live, like yeah. it just changes things, man. It, like. When I tune into a podcast, like I don't want them to ever be like, well, you know, you can't see this, but uh, here's the stuff that's happening on screen. Right? I hate that stuff. I yeah, like but it. they didn't have to do the whole production value mm -hmm. that they did. Like, think about it, dude. When when they when when Greg and Colin were there and they were doing Beyond, it was just them in a in a room. I know, just recording. I know, and I loved watching. So it. did I. So well, they I don't love the have podcast. to go. They don't have to go as crazy as they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe but, we'll be back one day. Yeah, just like I, we do this, man. This is this is perfect. It's pretty bad that we're the number one Nintendo video podcast, podcast in, in all the land. It's mm -hmm. just crazy, man. It's just crazy. We're the number one podcast. We're two don't, guys. Don't at me, Nintendo dads. Don't at me because I'm just going to tell you right now. I will oh, here's slap my next shout down. out. Here's my That's next good. shout out. Okay, so speaking of that, <laughs> everybody's getting on my case a little bit for uh, causing causing wreckage left, yeah, right, yeah. and center. Yeah, I'm listening yeah. to the backlog busters uh -huh. this this week or a month or however often they do it, and they're like, oh yeah, like Bobby and Sean, and they're saying like nice things. They're like, Sean's really nice, you know, like um he's kind of an asshole on uh on on podcasts, but like in real life he's really <laughs> nice. And I'm like, what? At least. At least they recognize it's you, not me. That's what, the, what I like. Man, you know what? Man? I'm just going to I gotta quit all this crap. You're the yeah. one that started it, man. What did I do? What did I do, Bobby? You started getting nasty with everybody, <laughs> man. I know, but that's the thing. People to that's fight thing. and stuff. People, people, okay, but it's not like I'm doing anything like way worse than really anybody else out there. Oh, and I get God. called out like this. You you go, let, I, need to, I need to keep a list, as my dad would say. Like, oh, we got to remember this. Bobby, I got I got to keep track what? of all the things that you do, all the things that I, you know, I it's probably too late now friends. because I feel like you've changed. I don't have friends and go after them. You do. You get out of here. You do it on a daily basis. <laughs> oh, hey, you're listen, hot trash in the summer. This that's and different. That's different. I'm. Just, that's what I'm talking about. No, no, no. That's totally different, man. I, they know that I'm just teasing. That it's what I do. You, <laughs> you are just a nasty human being, man. You just go after. Them. <laughs> oh, see, this is the problem. This is at the heart of my anxiety and and self doubt. This is what you are. This oh, is the person. It all started when that one podcast to a couple of years ago when you told me to go f myself, and, <laughs> and you'll never live it down. The true Sean is. I just to come feel. Out. I sometimes feel like I'm treated very unfairly, and I think this oh, is one of those examples. For you. Would you stop? Well, it must be must be nice to just be able to call everybody out on their garbage and the things that you don't agree with and the blah blah blah. I do something I as do a clear nicely. joke. Yeah. Do oh, you do it. Nicely. Oh, really? I don't challenge them to fight. You're over here challenging people to fight. <laughs> Who would I fight? 
I don't know, because you can't fight, but that's not the point. I know. <laughs> You'd be like trying to fight them like hockey style, trying to pull their shirts oh, over their heads. That's effective, man. Have you ever have you ever done have you ever tried to throw a punch while they're grabbing your nah, jersey? Not, not really. Me neither. No. I got one more shout out, and I want to throw that at uh, Mr. Kevin Austin of PSVG. Oh, very I, nice. I love this dude, man. So you know, for such a long time I thought that he hated me. And then uh and you know, and then we, we just kind of was it because you guys were throwing other? jabs at each other? Like you're just joking around and stuff, yeah, but then you thought he jabs, hated each other? It's always like, man, does he really not like me? Like, this is weird, you know? And uh, But, dude, they, them guys are Donnie, cool. on the other hand, I think how Donnie hates us. No, Donnie, Donnie's been very nice to me this week. No, I think he hates he us. He made some very nice comments towards me. He makes uh, good comments to all my co-hosts. Well, you know, you're just <laughs> a tool it. bag. Again, you're calling people out to fight, and this is what happens, Sean. <laughs> I love Donnie. I'm sitting there talking about on this show saying that the Nintendo Shack is the number one Nintendo podcast well, on the internet. You're just, that's that's the first mistake. Couldn't even get on that show. Even there are down two hosts that couldn't even get on that show. Even, even he knows you're lying. So there you go. What do you want? That is <laughs> bogus. That's the other thing. People think I'm so nice. People think it's impossible for me to be actually that nice. I really well, mean it. That's the problem. Well, guess um, what? Everybody's <laughs> teamed up on Carol this week. I would have been there to back her up. Sorry, uh, Carol. Stop it. Um, I jumped into the live show over there this week. It's fine. I, I, I often try to. It's right around Nink Lincoln's uh, Lincoln's lap time. <laughs> Lincoln's it's, nap time. Or I, uh, time. I didn't get into the Nintendo dads this week. The, the couple weeks we got to say this. A couple weeks ago, we jumped in. Oh we, my we, gosh! When we recorded on Thursday, we recorded on a Thursday night, and we got done recording. Mm-hmm. And then Sean and I were just goofing Jump off over. on on uh, YouTube. YouTube, and then we realized that the Nintendo dads were live. And we're like, okay, let's jump in That's... here. So we jump into the chat, and we just like kind of take the chat over real quick, like immediately, just talking nonsense. And then that, all of a sudden, like you can, you can see, see Masson. <laughs> You can see Jesse kind of giggling because like, he's seeing all the stuff we're saying towards Matt. So he's getting like a little but kick Justin's out distra- Justin's distracted. Like Marty's talking about God knows what. And then no, Marty wasn't see- there that week, remember? I don't know. I just forget yeah. it. It's just a story. Okay. Justin's distracted. He's not even talking. He's not even. Yeah. And you can see him like look up to like the to get back into the conversation. You can see like the wheels start to turn back. Like okay, I'm paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes back to being angry at us on the side. <laughs> so good. I want to say, you know, that was a lot of fun for me and you to do. And people should do that when they. Uh, if you guys enjoy listening to a podcast live, if there's a, a few Nintendo podcasts like the Shack does it, Nintendo Dads still do it. A few and Flux Suppose is doing it live. Jump on with a friend on a Skype call and do your own like podcast reacts i swear to god man that was so because so, like everybody knows so, like nintendo dads isn't very good anymore but like uh, Bo- bobby see, see this is what you do bobby oh. and i had a great time listening to it oh, you, know, you are we were... such a mess man i <laughs> you gonna cut that part out for me buddy no i'm not i'm not i was just gonna be the bumper at the start of the show you know who else is doing uh, a video game podcast Who's um that? A friend of ours, Mark Carabin, is back in the saddle. I don't know if you saw that. With uh, Todd Oxtra? Todd Oxtra. They mm-hmm. basically take that little segment they did, and they're blasting it out to be a full show now. Oh, I didn't so, see that. I, I yeah. knew about the segment. I didn't know that they were doing uh, no, a whole no, show. No. Get the, out of here. Yeah, they're doing what is it, co-op mode, Secret Friends Unite. What? Yeah, man. I saw that this week. Oh, that's killer, man. That's awesome. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. I'm pretty. I'm pretty oh, excited for them. I dig it. Yeah, a lot. I like both of those guys. Those guys are really good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean doesn't like either of you. Just give it. A, give it a minute <laughs> Such here. A start, of a bitch. He'll start. He'll start throwing backhand compliments. <laughs> compliments here. But I love you guys both. I'm just gonna tell you. You know, I just think you guys are phenomenal. <laughs> I just, you know, I love You're actually uh, slaying me right now. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I'd like to kiss Todd right on the top of his bald head. Hey, no, I said that first. I give him a nice hug from my No, 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 no. You can't be stealing right my phone. hips. Phone. It's all What, if you punch him in the face? I get you. I got you. Well, I like, see, like, wouldn't hurt him. <laughs> wouldn't hurt him. Oh, boy. So we this are probably uh, blocking and crying. We're like 20 minutes in, in now, I think. Good thing we, we got three topics this week, Bobby. Bobby. We got a couple topics. But, um, all right. So if we ran Nintendo. What would be the perfect way to say goodbye to Reggie on Monday? Because Monday is his final day. And, I mean, I feel like the announcement of him walking away, it was really heartfelt. It was very mm-hmm. touching. But I just think that, like, man, I would do something else. Yeah, man. I, I, I feel like he's been there long enough. He's been a massive personality for Nintendo. I would probably... 
I mean, this is the idea that I got, and I don't know. I'll just throw it out there, and then you can just chime in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I would probably do something like a live stream. People are all pointing at it and going, oh, like, oh, he, nice. they're going to do like a Nintendo Direct. But I think they should do a live stream where they basically do like maybe have like a little cake or, or, or like a party in the room and just give him the opportunity during that live stream to say goodbye to the fans hmm. um, and, you know, just thank them or whatever he wants to say. To tell him to F off for attacking him all the time because he didn't have Metroid or something. Um, but, but whatever, you know what I mean? Like just give, give him like 10, 15 minutes to kind of just – Say what he wants to say. <clears throat> Maybe have a couple people say some nice things about him, and uh, and then just and then just shut it down. Like maybe have like a half an hour stream, something like that. Like because I feel like it's sad to think that like we're never going to see this guy again, and that that bothers me. I'm going to be honest with you. Like that really bothers me to think like like Miyamoto has kind of retired years ago, but he's still around. Yeah, like we still see him all the time. Like, and and I don't want to say he retired officially. Yeah, Ubisoft like, conferences. Yeah, but I mean, like, you don't see him as much as you did before. Um, he's not actually officially making games. He's not directing games. He's kind of tinkering all over the place and doing different things. But he's not. You know, you you get what I'm saying. I know. What and you mean. but I feel like it's it's sad to think that like we'll never see Reggie again, mm-hmm. and I don't like that feeling. So I would just like. To, some way for him to say goodbye on some capacity. Um, even if they brought like Jeff Keighley in to do it, man, because even, even if I'll take that, I mean, like, I'll just bring Jeff, Jeff Keighley. Keighley. Yeah. Just bring Jeff Keighley in to be like, Reggie, we're going to say goodbye to you properly or something. Cause I think he would do something really cool, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I was wavering back and forth. I kind of like the way that you're putting this because I was thinking about giving him like one last announcement. But yeah. I and I and I waver back and forth. Like even before I even say this, I just want to be clear that I'm not I'm not entirely sure about this. But yeah. I thought it would be kind of cool if he was able to be the one to announce like the last his last act is to introduce the Nintendo Switch Pro or whatever the next like couple of iterations are. I think I can't decide if like that would be a proper send off or if it, that would be better for like Doug Bowser to do. If that I would be a that... better like first action as new person or last action as old person, yeah. like maybe it would be cool to say like this is, or maybe even that's like an official like passing of the torch. Like within the same announcement, it could be both of them. Yeah. Say like I wanted to be here as one last chance and let Doug Bowser sit like tell you guys what the next unit for the next console is from Nintendo. What I would love for him to be able to do if if you're going to do the announcement thing, one of two things either announce Metroid Prime Trilogy or yeah. um, Mother 3. Like yeah, those are the, the things I that kind like of like the two haunted games, him the whole time. Yeah, those are the two games that have really haunted him mm-hmm. for a long for the past probably Oh, that's a good five, call, man. So let him, he should have been know. doing this closer to E3. Like this is the wrong time. He should have had I like agree. one last E3. It would have been really cool for them to like be back on stage, yeah. and um and for him to be there because like we've all been wanting him to get back on there. Yeah. Ever since my body is ready, man. Like we we need yeah. that. We need that. We need that weirdness back. We're never gonna. That's really the sad part. Is we're never gonna get that back. That's and, and the thing of it is, is I don't. For me, I don't necessarily care about the stage. I just hate the idea of the quirkiness the goofiness of reggie will be sorely missed i feel like even damon baker kind of had that a little bit like he kind of had like this childish charm to him that you kind of just kind of like it wasn't quite the same like it wasn't but like he didn't really get a chance to really like settle in i don't think he'd kind of develop that side of his personality but i don't think anybody like that was maybe the closest that we were going to get yeah but i also think that when you grand scheme of things um when you when you think about it, Reggie was the one that opened that door. Him and Iwata, yeah. I think, opened that door quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know, it was one of those things where presidents prior to that were very stiff, very business oriented. The only time you heard from them was when they were making announcements and doing things like that, where Reggie would come out and, you know, like Reggie went to Nintendo World Store or Nintendo New York, whatever yeah. you call it. And like, there's a there is a video and I and I talked about and I, I when I talked about Reggie announcing he was leaving. There's a video of Reggie the night before the Wii U launches and he's mm-hmm. walking down the line and he gets to the front of the line and he's asking people 
what games do you want on the Wii U? And people are just shouting answers out. Mm-hmm. And the one one the one that sticks out to me like a sore thumb is somebody says, I want Fatal Frame. And he was like, Fatal Frame? Okay, okay. And Fatal Frame came to the Wii U. <laughs> and it's like, I bet you Reggie sat there and like just watched that back and was like, we need to try to get all these games these people announced on the Wii U. And mm-hmm. Because that's such an obscure game, like yeah. where does that come from? You know what I mean. So I, I like that that, that that you know he listened to people the best that he could, and I know that he combated a lot of, you know, he had a lot of stuff up against Japan, where Japan mm-hmm. kind of you know dictates things, and he had to kind of weed through the mire and go like, okay, we're going to try this, we're going to try that, and so I, you know, he's going to be sorely missed, I think. I agree. Well, it's funny, like, for Nintendo fans, it's a huge deal. Yeah. But, like, the core Nintendo fans, like the geeks like us, there's a lot of people who own Nintendo stuff that don't even know that he's a thing or that he's leaving or any of this stuff. But, man, it would just be so great if they made, like, 1,000 uh, Switches, like, with a, with a, my body's ready or some sort of, like, memeable quote on the, on the back of it, like a special edition Switch or even an Amiibo. Like, what, that could start, like, a line of, like, Super only for the hardcore. You have like your Miyamoto's, your Awadas, oh. like immortalize like our our Nintendo heroes well, in amiibo format. Because do you remember when like E threes would happen and you would get these me showing up at your house, right? Like or showing up at your three DS, yep. mm-hmm. and like, dude, if they were to turn those those me's into amiibo, oh, that's a good idea, dude. I'd be all in, man, mm-hmm. because it's very easy to go. Okay, oh, that's a good idea. Here's a Reggie. You scan them in, and then Reggie statistics goes into your Smash. Like mm-hmm. that would be so so amazing, man. That's so true, because yeah, because as soon as I said I was thinking amiibo, but I'm like, how do I get this back into Smash? But yeah, the me fighters. Yeah. Yeah, the fighters. Mm. So at least that they'd be usable. So there's this your is usable legit, thing. man. We've got a couple yeah. like you know most of these episodes are absolute trash. Like this ep- <laughs> this show, like it's been better. You know what I mean? Like this show really. So sucks. what are you taking shots at, at exactly. this show now? It's a joke. Starting on us nothing. now. You know what else sucked? Like we the gamer cast, Birdle show. Else, you have nobody Xbox else to attack. So you can attack us now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, so, this uh, is pretty good though. Okay, Nintendo, so come on, man. If they do anything less than this, they clearly didn't care about them. Yeah, I. I that's, that's the part I, that's that my makes takeaway. me. That's the part that makes me sad a little bit because I say to myself, like, man, if they just kind of let him walk, does that mean they really don't give a damn? And, might and be, it I, might be what he wants to. It could be too. It could be where he's just like, hey, man, like, I said my goodbye and I'm good to go. And the so, other thing too, like, I, I want to say this for every like every young person out there who's got a career ahead of themselves. This is this is what we should all be striving towards. Mm-hmm. You you have a goal. You've got a strong mission. You've got a crazy challenge up ahead, ahead of you. You buckle down. You put your head down, and you get the work done. And then you leave when the job is done. Yeah. You leave when you're back on top. Man, that guy stuck through that company through thick and thin. Back on the switch, it's the number one selling console on the on the planet. Bye. I'm good. Yeah. And I he did went. My thing. He went with the Wii, the Wii U. Back with the Wii. Back up again, man. That's, uh, that's I swear I mean, that is uh, back with the Switch, and yeah, that's, that's how you just, that's how you finish a a life in a professional career, and you can look back on it with like the most pride. That's what we should all be striving towards, man. I am I'm quite taken by yeah. this move by him. I think well, that's really like uh, Jackie T kind of did the same thing. You totally. Know, the, you know, he PS3 was kind of floundering, and then he comes up with the with the PS4, takes it off, and then he's like, okay, see you later. Yep, I'm out. You know. Um, Okay, so next topic we have, if we ran Nintendo, uh, with GameStop officially, at least you see it a lot in the media right now, struggling oh, financially, there's talks about selling. Ever. What's that? They had their biggest loss ever, like $600 million loss in a quarter or something like that. Yeah, like just crazy, crazy man. I don't That's know crazy. how. They're like hemorrhaging money, and I don't understand it. But every time, oh, we'll get into it. Um, if I lost 600 dimes, I'd be pissed. <laughs> So with GameStop <laughs> struggling financially, with Toys R Us out of business, yeah, uh, what would we US. do in the future in regards to selling hardware via brick and mortar stores, or what other concepts? Like, what's the next mission? Where do we go mm-hmm. with brick and mortar stores starting to fall apart? Like, what do you do? What, it, what you know? What's the gameplay? Because right now you have what you have Walmart, you have yep. Target, 
Yep. And you have Best Buy. And that's pretty much what you have in terms of brick and mortar. Get back um, into those um, those grocery kind of mixture stores, those drug stores. That, that's where you – where did you get your, your NES at? Sears? Sears. Go back but in. Sears, whatever. Sears is probably gone too. Sears is going out of business. Sears is done. Yeah. Um, they're all closing. Well, the focus in Canada, Nintendo, because we still got EB Games. We still got Toys R Us. We still got Best Buy. We still got all these places, man. It's still okay. I, that's joking aside. Yeah. I, I would – for me, this is the thing. But this is where this all comes for me, and I feel like you need to, as a company, start shipping stuff yourself. Yeah, um, and getting it out there, and and just hey, we're gonna we're gonna self publish, self push, self deliver all these consoles ourselves, and just do that. And yeah. I mean, you still have Best Buy, you still have Walmart, you still have Target. And I feel like those stores are going to be around for a very long time. I don't see them going anywhere anywhere, anytime soon. But at the same time, Target is very wishy-washy where they're ready to push stuff out the door and move to the next thing very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't let things stick very long. If they're not moving very quickly, they want them out and they want the next thing in. Yeah. Um, i.e. Labo. Like, Labo really wasn't selling that well. They dropped them down to 20 bucks each going, and they mm-hmm. blew them out, and they are, they, they're not carrying Labo anymore. So, you know, and I think it's kind of, like, reminiscent to Amiibo, where they started to carry Amiibo, and then, boom, they backed out. Which, mm-hmm. real quickly, by the way, side note, Animal Crossing Amiibo have been showing up at GameStops like crazy. So I'm wondering if this is kind of the prelude to that game getting announced. Oh my gosh, launched. can you imagine? Because why else would they be putting Animal Crossing Amiibo back oh, in stores? That's the thing, and we're going to see how critical it is to align Amiibo launch with the game, because I feel like no matter what, those uh, we are going to get new Amiibo with the next game, and I feel like they're going to be amazing, dude. I, hope I feel so. like people are going to be going crazy for them. Bobby, um, smart man once said that if you want something done right, you do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, man. You have your Apple stores, you have your Microsoft stores, and then you have your Nintendo stores. And I actually can't believe they haven't done it yet. Yeah. Where and 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 not only just having like this Nintendo experience that they can control, like that's the whole thing. Whenever whenever a new console, whenever Labo is out, like all these things happen, and they get demos in these stores. It's such a critical part of their marketing. And with every store, um, kind of falling off the face of the earth. They got to make sure that there still is that chance for people to experience these things in a retail setting. So open up your own line of stores, dude. And the other thing that I would say about this is you could have exclusives like to that store. People go nuts about these Amiibo exclusives. And if you don't have to feel bad about giving like one exclusive to like GameStop and then one to Walmart just to like make everybody feel better, you give yourself the best exclusives and then that drives everybody to get into your store and just kind of return everybody to driving to a retail store um for i mean you have your your nintendo world store i feel like they don't do enough for that store to be honest with you i feel like that's that's the proof of concept that's kind of not really elevating anything no because well the thing is is they did just announce a second store well a third store officially because there there is one in there is one in washington state in uh in the nintendo office buildings but only Mm -hmm. employees can access that store Well, yeah like um, and then the other one is that they just announced in Japan, which will be yeah. in the Universal Studios, uh, and I'm sure they'll have it in Florida, in Miami, well, in uh, but these Orlando. Are, these are like gift shops, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're, like that's, they're, they're, they're gigantic gift shops, yeah. essentially. Um, but I, for me, dude, the way I look at it is they should start branching out. They mm-hmm. should look at it and go like, okay, next one, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Chicago, Miami, uh, Texas. Like start to branch out and move them around and then slow. You don't have to go crazy. They don't mm-hmm. have to be like Apple stores. I agree. Where they're all over the place, but they could be the size of Apple stores mm-hmm. where you go in and you have some games set up and you have some stations for people to play the games and try them out and then, you know, make it kind of chill. Like when you go on Apple, you walk in there and they, that place amazes me, man. Mm-hmm. Every time I go in, I'm like, how the hell do they know my name or who I am? Like, all I do is go up, I sign up into a thing. Next thing I know, five minutes, some guy that wasn't even looking at me comes walking up and is like, hey, man, can I help you? 
It's weird. That's the thing. The thing about that store is, yeah, the technology drives the a better customer service customer service experience than you've ever had ever before. Even the buying experience is fun. Yeah. You're like, no please register. just take my money. Yeah. Um, they also know it speaks to that audience where, like, my mom and dad, like grandmas and grandpas around the world, are getting their iPads. Like, they need help. They <laughs> their kids don't pick up the phones to help them with this stuff, so yeah. they go to the, the to the Apple Store. Like, it's yeah. it's dedicated. It's like this tech support and also a way for you to try things out for the first time. Like, it's fun. It's stuff that you've never seen before, and I feel like it just. Nintendo has already copied off of Apple or vice versa for yeah. so long. Like, why not just add this to the repertoire? Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely agree. And I think you could, you know. But maybe the time just, is pat- – like, I'm I'm a two-mind. I'm sorry to interrupt. But, like, yeah, no, when, when you had, like, the the other pillars, when you had a 3DS and a Switch, like, maybe that made more sense. Or even 3DS and Wii U, although the Wii U wasn't doing so great. It's just when you walk into an Apple store, like, their their product line is so broad. You got your phones and your iPads and your watches and God knows what else in there. Computers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So everything Apple. I'm not sure that Nintendo has the same breadth, but maybe they just don't need as big a store. But here's what you think about. Because now, I mean, last time I was in an Apple store, they had everything. Yeah. I mean, they have headsets. They have blue Yeti mics, snowball mics. They have all these microphones in there that you can buy. Mm. Um, They have all these cases. All this stuff. So you start having it turn into like a peripheral like a streamer store. or a YouTuber. Yeah, like you, also, you, you're selling mm-hmm. got Elgato stuff. You're selling monitors, maybe maybe televisions. Like these are the best televisions for the best performance for your Switch. This is what you need if you want to mm-hmm. stream it. This is what you you know. Here's your microphone. Here's your here's your whatever whatever you need. It is, but you also could put. Power A in there with all the pro controllers. You could put PDP. You could put Hori in there. So you have all these different third-party um, accessory companies in there. They could have extra docks. You could have everything in there. Mm-hmm. So then people could see it. They could you know touch it. They could feel it. They could be like, okay, this is kind of cool. And maybe you have them out where you could be like, hey, Ben, this dock has a work. Oh, look, here you go. Boom, boom, boom. You know, just there's some different things that they could do. And you could do midnight launches there, too, where, yes. where you wouldn't normally have midnight launches. Like maybe some games aren't like not every game is freaking Mario Odyssey yeah. or Breath of the Wild. But I mean, you could do what like Animal Crossing probably would get a, a midnight release, like a GameStop. Yeah. Would you say have one, have maybe yeah. um, uh, I'm trying to think there. of something like maybe just a little bit lesser than. Like um, Pokemon obviously would have it, but something well, about like if like, I don't know Warriors Metroid necessarily. Fire, fire, yeah, totally. Yeah, Fire Emblem probably wouldn't get a midnight launch. Fire Emblem's a good example. So yeah, you put you do a, you do a midnight launch. You know, I remember when um, Bayonetta two launched. They did something special at Nintendo New York, where they brought in a cosplayer, um, a professional cosplayer, to dress up like Bayonetta. Nice. Um, but it was actually like 18 years or older. You couldn't be underage to get in there. Um, and it, dude, it was just, they made an event out of it. And that's a game that, like you say, like, that's not a game that would get a, a midnight launch anywhere. Mm-hmm. But they treated it kind of special because they realized that, like, hey, this game needs a little push and, and whatever. So, dude, they could do all kinds of stuff. Man, mm-hmm. they could just make it pretty awesome you know and uh yeah i think that i think that they definitely need to do something in terms of they need to to lead the charge to the brick and mortar stores and man if it starts to get to the point where you you're growing and you're growing and you're growing and you just get it to the point like hey we're the only place that sells them you know like apple apple just recently like the past couple years started branching out to best buy stuff, but you can only get them at best buy that's it like mm-hmm. you can't go into Walmart and buy an Apple computer. You can't go into Target and buy an Apple computer or anything like that. Well, like, yeah, even when you go into a Best Buy, it's like dedicated. Like this is like Apple, so it's like you yeah. walk over this imaginary line, and now you're in an Apple store. Like they yeah, furnish yeah. the place. Yeah, it's totally different. Yes. Yeah, mm. So I think that if you if you leaned on it and you you know you did this stuff, you could definitely turn it around. It just makes you wonder, man. Like oh, I remember thinking like. Back when I would sell TVs at Future Shop, which is Canadian Best Buy, I was like, man, nobody would ever buy a TV online because you have to see it. You have to like look at that screen to really like experience the TV and the sound system that you want to buy. And fast forward, not even 10 years, dude. Future Shop is out of business. Now it is just Best Buy here. People are buying TVs. They don't care. They look at a couple of like specs on the thing and they go, well, that's $400. So I'll buy that. So it's really... Uh, it's so interesting because as much as I truly believe in, and I would love Nintendo to like 
take the destiny and put it in their own hands. They like retail just there's not a lot of faith there, man. Like yeah. I just don't know what role that plays in the future, which is really interesting. And I go one step further to think like, is it even a box that people are buying anymore? Like how like where does Nintendo I don't know if this is where you really want to go with this topic, but like what where, where does Nintendo go? Maybe not the next gen, but the gen after gen after that. Like, are we still buying a console? And then like then we really don't need You know what's stories. crazy? This is what blows me away. If you think back, I would say two months ago, Nintendo president uh, Furukawa made a comment about, you know, Nintendo yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be a console. Like we're not that we're not a console company, mm-hmm. and you know we're software and all that stuff. And like people lost their minds. Like what's he talking about? And then Google comes out with Stadia, mm-hmm. and it's like. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. And it just goes to show you, like, this is where Nintendo is mindset wise. And sometimes when they open the door and let you peek in, people, you can't, people aren't prepared to wrap their heads around where this company is going. Yeah. And that's the one thing about Nintendo that I've always felt is pretty awesome about them is they're always trying to innovate and take that step further and push the buttons and see how far they can get away and push and go with things. So for me, I, I, I kind of find this interesting to hear him make comments like this, watch the internet explode, thinking mm-hmm. that Nintendo's talking about going third party, and that's not even what they're talking about. They're just talking about like, hey man, there's there's gonna be a time in the future where consoles aren't even a thing. Mm-hmm. Like we're probably just gonna sell you a controller and you and you plug into a TV. You know what I mean? Like or, so sad. or whatever. You hook to a TV and that's what sure. it is. I no, I agree. I don't Well I'm as much as I that. I think um, I think that probably is the future, and I keep I'm trying to think about like where does Nintendo land in that in that way, and I'm like, I just feel like no, if Nintendo um, isn't in the in the future of video games, if they somehow fail, and if and if people really really do grasp onto this um, this streaming service as no console future, then I'm actually like not even just saying this to be dramatic, like I'm actually worried about the future of video games because the the um the young people uh they're like I feel like Nintendo is the constant that always will be there to have people it'll be baby's first video game yeah. mario and and the and the entire mushroom kingdom is there to welcome people into video games it's 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 irreplaceable yeah nobody has yet to do it people have had decades now like between sony microsoft and all the other newcomers they've had decades to try and replace that role and they have not done it and i'd be very i'm just a little worried about like nintendo not being there and then like people i I just feel like then video games kind of dries up because then like old farts like us grow up more like remember the good old days and kids don't grow up with that same experience they don't have that first video game to to play well, in the same way in the same it. magnitude that nintendo has had i'm not saying that there aren't games for kids no. a lot of lego games out there there's a lot of whatever they can remake spiral for the next 25 years but nintendo has done this for decades and they've engendered generations of video game lovers yeah well the thing is too is you think about it like today kids are phone gaming first and that wasn't the way it was when you and i were kids we didn't but that doesn't phones. make lifelong gamers is my point no but well, I mean, I think it pushes them to a different direction. It starts like when kids are playing Minecraft on their phone or Fortnite on their phone, you know, it's like they're gamers. They're playing hardcore games. They're just not playing on a console. Yeah. And I think it leads them to PC game, if anything, and it pushes them in a different direction mm-hmm. or it makes them leapfrog Nintendo at, at sometimes. And I think that's why you see Nintendo starting to push more heavily on mobile. It's because they recognize that, like, we need to get there first. We need to be there in their face at an early point. Yeah, so, I, mean, I guess I guess it is a little early to to say that. I guess I'm, yeah. I'm really just I'm hypothesizing on that. Oh no, which is I I feel like the phone, like just the nature of the way that you play it, you pick it up and you dispose it. Like yeah. you don't really even you never really commit. Like you'd be lucky if you spend like a dollar on it, and you're like, ooh, that's a that's a big purchase. Then of course there's the whales, but that's not really what I'm talking about. I just feel like proportionally people pick up phone games and they'll they'll throw it away without really even thinking about it yeah. and i feel like there's no there's not enough there um there's not enough gravity there to pull people in yeah and keep them there for a long long time they're meant to like 
keep your attention and take the money out of you and extract as much money as they can in that moment. But not long term, man. I just can't imagine. And maybe this is a world I don't even want to live in anymore either is where everybody's like, oh, my God, I played all my time on the Candy Crush. Well, I I think I think what I'm getting at is a little different than where you're at. And and what I mean is, is I feel like that's the first step for kids. Kids start out on the phones, and then I understand. It's I understand their gateway that. drug. Where when you and I were kids, but to what kids, though? No, I know, and that's what I'm saying. It's not Nintendo typically. It's PlayStation, Xbox, PC, yeah, maybe. Yeah, and I think that's why Nintendo started to shift and go more mobile because they want to be in there and they want to get people to go like, "Hey, come over here and play this." But you know, I remember hearing an interview maybe from Shuhei, and he was saying, like, Sony needs Nintendo. Around. Yes, that's what I mean. That's why, that's exactly what I'm referencing yeah. by bringing this up. Yeah, because he's, in his words, basically what he was saying was, they need we need them because those are the ones that are getting kids gaming, and we mm-hmm. get the handoff and we take them into an adulthood. And that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's getting them gaming in the way that the other players need them to be gaming i've yeah. my argument isn't and I, I shouldn't make fun of mobile gaming as much as i as i'm i'm not like, yeah. like candy crush you guys play candy crush i don't care yeah. um my point is that it that it's the same type of games like yeah. you, i feel like it's too big of a jump to go from a mobile experience to um sekiro or devil may cry like these yeah. these big games that we all appreciate um why did i just bring up two games that weren't even nintendo but anyways whatever maybe even golf get, story yeah yeah, so it needs it's a different it's a different path is all I'm saying. Now you mentioned Sekiro real quick, and man, that's catching all kinds of heat right now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I'm on the right side of this argument, but I'm getting well, a lot okay. of heat for my my stance on it. Well, uh, <laughs> what, what what's your side? Well, I don't even think that I'm really being too harsh about it. But my my thing is, I feel like some games can find an audience by having an easy mode for the people who are being very loud about it right now. They want an easy mode. Games can very easily. Um, find an audience by putting an easy mode in there mm-hmm. and games can also find an audience by being different by not having an easy mode yeah so i feel like people my 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 aversion is so is that the the internet mob dictates something that takes over the entire industry any industry yeah and and if you don't do that then you are something that you're not trying to be like a, you're you're being you're evil not empathetic you're yeah. you're a monster you're like that's yeah. not i to me that's a bit of a jump I feel like people are looking to call people. Out I, on I'm, that. I'm with you on it because when I went, like that's not a game for me, and I recognize that. And you know, what it's I mean? not but a game like, for me either. But I like, I look, I look at it, and I go like, but neither's Bloodborne, and neither's you know but Dark Souls and stuff. And I go, here's my thing, Bobby, I want... is I, give me a hard mode for Yoshi. Yeah, because that game is because I don't think that I don't like that easy mode. I don't like yeah. playing it. Yeah. Give me a hard mode. Yeah. Make that game balls hard for me. Yeah, like who the hell am I to say that? Yeah, exactly. I, my thing is this: You're asking artists to change their vision. Yeah, you know I mean, like, would you walk up to Picasso as he's painting a painting and go, "No, that's not how that's not how it's supposed to look. You need to put trees here and this and that." No, you let the paint, you let the artist take the vision that's in their mind and push it out. And if they feel like it needs to be a hard game, then you then leave them alone. Go play mm-hmm. something else. Like, not everything has to be, you know. For everyone, inclusive to everybody. Like it's just, I, I think that's the part of the problem where we live right now, where everybody feels like we have to include everybody, or we're being evil, or just wrong and whatever. And it's like, no, like if you don't, if you don't like a game because it's too hard, don't play the game. I just, yeah. again, I, I brought it up on the Xbox drive. I feel like that this is the wrong game to be hinging this argument on. I feel yeah. like there are other games that we should, we shouldn't be talking about the yeah. hardest game on the planet yeah. right now yeah. to, to circle this argument around. Um, we should also be celebrating the, the way that games have, um, been more inclusive on the accessibility side, which is very yeah. different than difficulty yeah. side, but on the accessibility side about, um, colorblindness yeah. and, and people who have hearing trouble and all these, yeah. like they're, we're getting, we're getting better on that front as well. Yeah. And that's where I go like, yes. Maybe yeah. that is something that every game should have for like yeah. people who have like th- it's just there's steps here. And yeah. I think people are looking for kind of like a swooping solution. And the first thing that comes to their mind is like, you must do this. And if you don't, then holy crap, you're a monster. And I just yeah. Yeah. I just get a little bit upset. And the other thing that I would say, uh, and I mentioned this on Luke to Luke on the Xbox drive is um, 
Sekiro, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, these are all games that were born out of the era of games where tutorials were too much, handholding was too much. Mm. We've been complaining, we've been hearing about complaining about games being too easy for so long. Yep. Then we get these games and guess why? Because they stood out. Yeah. They're popular because they were so different. They were so unexpected. And if you take that ability away for, for gamers, game makers and developers to make their games stand out in whatever way that is, then like, I think that's that's a little too much. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm definitely with you. I was curious because, you know, I've, I've been seeing it pop up in a couple of Facebook groups this week, and I'm seeing both sides of the spectrum. But I obviously just, like, want people to play games. I want people who can't, but they, like... But Sean, there's... Not every game is for every person. I know, I know. Well, that, and, and so and that's, that I'm, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to leave the difficulty yeah. conversation for a second and talk a little bit on the accessibility side. I want people who are restrained in their mobility or in their 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 mobile functions to be able to hold a controller or or whatever it is how are they interacting with the game i want them to be able to do that yeah that it's, is like i don't well, not want that i don't I wanna, want to, I wanna to like, shift back to the mis- difficulty thing for a minute because okay. people want to sit here and and be so happy that cuphead's coming to switch guess what nintendo fans this don't have yoshi kirby baby mode in it like mm-hmm. this is going to be balls hard and it looks like a cutesy game and it's not it's hard mm-hmm. so you know it's it's the same so even thing. donkey kong did that too and like i don't yeah. i don't know how i don't know if this breaks my argument but with the funko funky funko kong, kong yeah funky, funky kong. kong mode like donkey kong was yet another side uh scrolling platformer on nintendo and what did it do to set itself apart from all the marios and the yoshis like there's different there's varying levels yeah. of difficulty in the side scrolling platforms on nintendo like mario's kind of your catch-all donkey kong was your balls hard and yoshi is your baby mode yeah. like you had different games, but I don't know, man. It's just. But you know how you know the accomplishment I felt when I beat Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, and I was like, "Oh my god, I finally did this! This game mm. was so hard, and I did it!" And it's like, it's it, it, dude, it's such a, a moment that you know what I mean. Like, but I don't know. To each your yeah, own, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So that is all. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of If We Ran Nintendo. Uh, be sure to check out everything that Mr. Sean Capri does over on the interwebs. Uh, Twitter at Sean Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery. I know. <laughs> at Sean we Capri. We take a week off and we're broken. <laughs> Sean, like Connery, Capri, like the pants. <laughs> you can follow me at Nintendo Gurus. That is all. Uh, peace out, Preston. Bye. Goodbye and play some video games. What the hell does Toby say? <laughs> Who knows? It's the dumbest thing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> play a, some video games. Such a moron. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's the one I get to pick on. Toby? Yeah, I get to attack him. Yeah, well. nobody gets nobody else but you. <laughs>